In the ever-evolving world of digital marketing, creating content that converts is a holy grail for businesses looking to boost their sales and connect with their target audience. The key to successful content lies in understanding your audience, empathizing with their pain points, offering viable solutions, and compelling them to take action. In this step-by-step -step guide, we'll explore how to create content that not only resonates, but also converts your audience into paying customers. So let's get into it. This is episode 583 of the Terry Wilson 3.com podcast. Welcome to TerryWilson3.com, home of TW3. Are you ready to take your money, business, and life to the next level? You are worth more, and you're about to hear how and why. So buckle up and listen up as we journey to the next level. Please welcome your guys to reach your goals, the TW3 family. family. Thank you, Christopher B. This is Terry Wilson, and you are listening to episode 538. Today, we're talking about content that converts. And let me tell you, if you have content that you've created, either in email, text, blog, social media post, what podcast videos, whatever the content, uh, content form might be, I want to tell you, Content that converts is priceless. Content that converts is like paying an employee one time, one time, one time only, and that employee working 24-7 for you, making those sales for you, closing those deals for you. Content that converts is the pinnacle of online marketing. It is the it is the goal that we all as marketers want to create. If you're a small business person out there, no matter what kind of business you're in, you want your content that you use to advertise, to market, to generate leads for your business, you want it to convert, okay? And <clears throat> creating content that converts doesn't come natural, it doesn't come easy, it doesn't come quick, but once you learn how to create some content that converts people into customers, you are on to something, and that is the highest goal that I always have when I'm creating content. And quite frankly, I would say the majority of times, the mass majority of times, it doesn't work. I miss the mark. I go afoot. I just, it just doesn't hit. But you know, I don't beat myself up and neither should you because here's the thing. We think about whatever, whatever your interest is, sports, music, think about that. You've got Billy Joel, I love Billy Joel. I love the group Chicago. I love I love all kinds of musicians. And, and as great as they are, as Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as they are, not every song they wrote, not every song they recorded, not every song that they created was a hit. So hits are few and far between, but how do you create a hit? And I love this. Uh, I harken back to an interview I had with uh, the lead singer of the group Chicago, Bill Champlin, uh, who's just a wonderful person. Now, if you ever get a chance to go and hear him play and go and see his band, he is he is rocking it in his 70s still. He's just his voice, his his ability to to grab an audience with music, not with shenanigans, but with music. If you're a music fan and you want good music, he's got a great way of uh, capturing the audience's attention and keeping it because of uh, what he's putting out musically. And he said something, <clears throat> excuse me, in our interview about writing music, about writing songs. 
And he said this, that, you know, 95% of the time is just you're working your craft. You're working your craft. You're just working your craft. And then eventually you slip up and you create art. And that's what we're talking about. When you when you create content that converts, when you have an email that, man, it just really resonated and it hit the right way. Or you, you created this social media content or this video or this blog or this podcast or you gave this talk. Whatever content it is, expect that it may not, it probably won't convert. But if you can have principles, just like music has principles and has fundamentals, just like sports has fundamentals and ways of doing things that if you do it this way and do it right this way, if you execute on these particular principles, on these particular strategies, on these particular ways of doing something, you know, you, that's where you're going to find the art. That's where you're going to find the, the, the connection that you want. Well, I have, thinking back on the content I've created over the last 15 plus years, and 95% of it just not hitting. It's just me talking, you know, in a room by myself as I am. What did I do when I did what I did? What were the fundamentals of the content that it did create and, and, and did convert and, and did connect? And I got to thinking about that several years ago, trying to self-analyze, you know, why does sometimes when I do things they work and sometimes when I do things they don't. And this is what I came up with four things that I think if you do these four things, these four tips, I'm going to give you four tips for better content. It doesn't mean that you're always going to knock it out of the park, of course, but it does mean if you do hit a home run, it's because you swung this way. And so I want to, I want to give you these four tips and then I want to just sort of break it down. Step one, tip number one, identify who the audience is that you're speaking to. Have in the forethought of your mind, before you put pen to paper, before you put audio through a microphone, before you turn on that camera and you start recording, think real long and hard and deep about who is it that I'm actually speaking to. Because that's going to inform the language, the posture, everything about what you're doing. It's going to really influence the content you're creating if you can really get drilled down on who is this person I'm trying to connect with. Number two, understand and address their pain. Okay, understand it, not just intellectually, but on a deep emotional, psychological, even spiritual level, if you can, the more you can empathize with a, a that audience's pain, the more you're going to be able to write, to speak, to exhibit, to give out information, content that is really going to connect. Number three, Provide viable solutions to those pain points that you know from personal experience works. That's step number three. And step number four, you know, have a compelling call to action that is infused with story. Those are the four things. Those are the four principles. Those are the four things that will undergird great content. If you will always use those four tips, those four principles, you're going to create more often than you would have otherwise content that connects with people and 
pulls them in and causes them to want to do something. So let's break those principles down for just a moment. Identify your audience so that you can build rapport. Who is your ideal audience? Before you can uh, create content that converts, you need to identify who your ideal audience is. Start by creating a detailed buyer persona. I mean, their personality, how they act, what they feel, what, what's their worldview, what, how do they look at the world? Consider factors such as demographics, interests, behaviors, and of course, pain points. And then once you do that, then by identifying that audience, you can build rapport with that audience. Build fat, you can build fast rapport with the audience. And the reason why I say it's so important to be able to build fast rapport with an audience is because psychologically, we're all built the same way. Just within mere seconds, our fight or flight uh, mentality is going to kick on. When I see an email and the subject line reads a certain way, I instantly, I'm going to, without even thinking consciously on a subconscious level, I'm either deleting that email, getting rid of it, or considering opening it. If I see someone coming on a video, I see a video thumbnail, uh, just the look of the person, the way they're carrying themselves, the language they're using, the graphics, does it resonate with me? You know, I know, you know, my kids give me a hard time all the time. Dad, you're, some of your content's old fuddy-duddy stuff. It's, I said, yeah, but old fuddy-duddy people are my audience. And it doesn't look old fuddy-duddy to them, right? Your generation, I'm not going to be able to build rapport with as easily. Not that I can't, not that I'm writing you off, not that I don't want your generation's business. But there's a certain demographic, a certain age group that I know we have the same worldview. We have the same experiences. And the reason we do is because we come with the Gen X and the Moomers, that generation, we have some very shared experiences that because of that is going to help me to build rapport faster. And so when I'm creating content, when I'm building that subject line, when I'm titling that blog, when I'm thinking about the graphic, when I'm thinking about the imagery on my video, it's all going toward that demographic, that group of people. I want Gen X and up, entrepreneurial-minded, conservative-leaning, evangelical-thinking, uh, patriotic Americans that's my audience. Now, that doesn't mean I just I won't look for anyone else. It doesn't mean that I'm shunning everyone else. It doesn't mean uh, it. But I know that people of my generation, red, yellow, black or white, it doesn't matter about color. It doesn't. But if you have sort of an old school mentality, and that's when I say conservative, that old school traditional mentality about, you know, work hard and and you, you, you eat what you kill and you don't look for anyone. Uh, to, there's a little bit of pride in what you do. So you're not ex, your expectations isn't on society or anyone. Those folks are going to. I'm not I'm not here arguing philosophy. I'm not here arguing politics. I'm just saying that group of people that won't to be able to do more out of life and believe in a certain specific worldview, they're going to find more value in what I offer. And so it just makes sense to me, and it makes sense to anyone, that if that's my group, that my graphics, my language, everything, it's going to be designed to build instant rapport because I'm trying to make sure that that fight or flight 
knee-jerk reaction doesn't kick in and they just delete my email because all of a sudden I, I don't look like I would resonate with what their confirmational bias is looking for and that we all have it. And so rather than fight it, I'm trying to leverage it. Okay, and so as a marketer, as a small business person out there, when you're writing, when you're speaking, when you're creating content, make sure that I know if you're like me, you have this heart. I want to serve everyone. And I'm not telling you not to. And I'm I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I think you should. I think for whosoever will come through my doors and will look for value from me, I want to serve that person. Okay, but when I'm broadcasting information out into the world, I know as well as you know, when you speak, when you write, when you demonstrate value, who are the people? Where do they live? What's their income level? What's the worldview? What are the what is your avatar? Who is your ideal client? Inspiring, informative, and informational. This is TW333. Become an Elite TW3 member today and gain access to our mastermind group. The way you you get into things is, you know, for someone like me, it's just, it's great to be around. Tara, you have made a huge impact in my life. I'm so grateful that God has brought you into my life. You're you're the the genuine article. You live what you talk about. Right now, Terry, I am so inspired after listening to you for the last 25, 30 minutes. You got me so jazzed up. I'm still blown away by your story. Because with that, you just bring so much experience. When I think of Terry Wilson, I think about the comeback kid. Oh, I think today is just demoed exactly the brilliance that you share. I truly believe the only way to go to the next level is to grow to the next level. Take your personal growth to the next level by joining the TW3 Mastermind Group today. Are you tired of struggling to close those important deals? Well, we've got a game changer for you. Introducing the Magic Pen, a new traditional ink pen with an extraordinary twist. Not only will it sign a deal, but it'll help you sell and close it first. How you ask? The new Magic Pen by TW3 is designed to work its magic with a simple tap on most smartphones. It can text, email, leave voicemails, and follow up with messages on whatever you're selling, making your life so much easier. And here's the best part. It's just $15.97 as an ad on when you purchase a tap card at terrywilson3.com slash tap card. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to revolutionize your sales game. Get your magic pen today and watch those deals roll in. Visit terrywilson3.com slash tap card now and unlock the power of the magic pen. Your success is just a tap away. Oh, ho, ho, it's magic. Now, if you know what you're worth, you want to get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hit. Yeah. And not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. This is TTW3. Not that it has to be that. But if you'll think in those terms, what happens Rather than trying to speak to everyone, 
you start speaking to that person. And because you're speaking to an individual, you're saying something. You're actually communicating in a more clear. I will tell you, I can go back as, as recently as just a couple weeks ago. I can listen to something I created. I can read something I created and I can say I violated rule one. And I'll tell you how I figure it out. And you can tell as well when you want to judge my content. If you hear me speak, if you read something I wrote, if you see anything I create and the message is so broad and scattered and so uh, wide that it's very unclear about what the message is. That means I was trying to to fish with a very large net. I wasn't thinking specifically who am I speaking to. I was trying to talk to anyone and everyone that I would think would be hearing this. If they're on this side of this fence, of this side of the fence, if they pull for the Mets or they pull for the Braves, or they pull, you know, I mean, I'm getting so vague in the definitions of everything because I'm trying to appeal to everyone that I end up saying nothing. And there's something I've learned over the years. Yes, I'm going to be criticized. Yes, you're going to be criticized when you drill down and start speaking to a niche audience and when you really start targeting. Yes, you'll have some pushback from people that disagree because maybe if I if if I'm talking product or I'm talking service and and I interject my personality and I interject the things I like it inevitably is going to rub against someone that doesn't like what I like. But here's something I've learned. Even the people that don't agree with me still buy from me. And here's the reason why. Because the more I reveal about who I am, what I like, and who I'm speaking to, even if they don't agree, well, he's being honest. He's saying it like, I don't like what he's saying, but he's saying, or I don't agree with what he's saying. But at least I know where he's coming from. And at least I know what I'm working with. I'm telling you, it does no one any good for you to walk around with a muted mouth with a a a, a filter on your 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 content that says it's just got to appeal to everyone. Everyone's got because when you try that, what comes out, it, it is so vague and so bland and so so open that it literally has no definition. And it's hard to discern what the message is. So you have to really, really, really drill down who is my idea, who's the ideal client, so that my ideas, hey, like I misspelling B, I used them both the right way. My ideas can be uh, conveyed and understood. If I want content that converts, then the content first rule has to be understood. And if I don't know who I'm speaking to, I don't know how to say what I need to say. And if I don't know, I don't know how to say what I need to say, then definitions get lost. The call to action gets lost. The, the, the meaning gets lost. The message gets lost. And in business, that means the money got lost. And I do that too often. I go out of business. So speak to an ideal client. And who is my ideal avatar when I'm thinking about creating this blog, when I'm thinking about creating this graphic, when I'm thinking about this content, who am I speaking to? And I will tell you who I pick right off the bat. And I, I advise you to do the same.
pick people like you. Because you understand you. You understand why you pull for this team. You understand why your worldview is this way. You understand why you like a certain thing. You understand you. And so if you understand you, there's other people like you, speak to you. And then what happens, even the people that disagree, even the people that say, ah, you know, he's a little hokey, but I said, they still will buy in. So honestly, I tell this to myself, I tell this to you. You want to reach a wide audience? Then start shaping your language to a narrow group of people. And the wider audience will show up. It's amazing how that happens, but I'm telling you it works. Number two, understand and address their pain points. And that goes into if you talk to people like you, similar to you, it stands to reason those people have had the same history, had the same experiences, have the same problems. Okay? And if you are talking to people that have the same pain points, then it's going to give you an advantage that no one else has unless they use the same trick tool strategy and that is this when i understand someone's pain because i've had the same pain i can speak from a place of authenticity and authority and that my friend is what will convert every time when i talk to people about hey i know what it's like to be busted and disgusted i know what it's like to be broke i know what it's like to you know sink or swim do or die this business has got to work i know what it's like to have to build a business under the pressure that there is no this may work this may not work you know it's got to work i know what it's like because you've got to have people that need want desire and can afford what it is you offer i know what it's like to feel the pressure of i don't want to go out and pester my friends family and foes trying to peddle this insurance peddle this real estate peddle this product peddle whatever it is i want to be able to reach people that actually would want it and need it now not just my immediate circle of influence I know those pressures. I know when you're launching a business, managing a business, you no matter what the business is, the the impetus you have on you, the fiduciary responsibility you have to get fresh blood, fresh blood in that business so it can live. And the fresh blood is fresh, qualified leads. So I can speak with great passion. I can speak with great authority because I've been there. I know that. I'm not coming from some of this. I didn't sign up to TW3 to sell leads because it's just one more thing to sell. I'm in TW3. I started TW3. I am TW3 because this was the problem I had when we lost everything in 07 and 08 and didn't have anything. I needed three things. I needed a product, a new product, because the piano business, the music business was gone. Had nothing. I needed a new product. Didn't have a product. I needed a, a and once I isolated what the product was going to be, I needed people to speak to. And then I needed a way, a process to get in front of those people. 
and that's TW3. Those are the three things in TW3 that we give people. You might have two out of three. You might have one out of three. You might not have any of the three, but that's why we equip people. If you don't have a product, we give you products a high commission that you can sell and have a residual income. If you don't have people to speak to, we give you a way of generating unlimited leads at the tap of a button. If you don't have a process to close those deals, to sell those new new customers, to, to scale your business, to to manage your business, to nurture those clients. You don't have those processes in place. Our system, our CRM, our platform, that's what it does for you. It creates the process for you. So those three things that we have comes about because I understand those are the pain points of every stinking business, no matter if they started yesterday or they've been in business 20 years. I just signed a client a week ago, been in business 40 years, 40 years. 40 years and they're still having to improve their business because the competition's encroaching on their territory and if they don't get serious about what they're doing in marketing and their online presence and their SEO they're going to if you're not growing you're dying and they understand that okay so it doesn't matter so I can speak to their pain point I know their pain point I understand their pain point because I'm a business person as well and I know what it's like to be in a highly competitive market and I know if you're not online you don't exist anymore doesn't matter if I got the fanciest office on Main Street in you know your town USA if I'm not online I'm not in business and it's not just enough to be online I gotta be found I gotta be seen I gotta be up front I, I, it doesn't matter where my business is located anymore in a physical world. It only matters in the virtual world. If the physical world was taking, pre- why are all the malls across the country shutting down? Because Amazon is taking over the world when it comes to retail. Well, that, that same dynamic is happening in insurance, it's happening in real estate, it's happening in restaurant, it's happening in retail, it's happening in service industry, it's happening in every, the church world, the school world, every sector of our society is becoming virtual, which means if I'm not on their phone, if I'm not in their inbox, if I'm not on their social media, if I'm not online easily found as soon as they're looking for what I need, what I offer, then I, I don't exist. I got to be there. So if I understand and address their pain points in my content and they see that content because it's addressing an exact pain point right then and there. They're going, no matter what it is, if you're in a food business, what's the pain point? People are hungry. People are in a hurry. People, people can't afford food right now. They're so expensive. People, people want a good time. They want a, a place to be able to relax. But there's all these different pain points that your content needs to be speaking to. So when you can do that, identify common pain points to convert your audience. You must address their pain points. Start by reflecting on your own journey. What struggles did you encounter when you were in their shoes? Understand the problems your audience faces and challenge they're trying to uh, and challenges that they're trying to overcome. Share your solutions. Okay. Once you've identified their pain points, share your own experience in tackling these issues explain how you found solutions that worked and how others can benefit from your insights as well this positions you as an expert and a trusted source 
of information. I'm telling you, when you can empathize, when you can create content that empathize, it's going to give you authority because of your authenticity. Inspiring, informative, and informational. This is TTW3. Attention all small business owners. Are you looking to expand your reach and grow your customer base? Look no further than having a website and blog for your business. With a website and blog, you can increase your visibility, cost-effectively market your products or services, and build trust and credibility with potential customers. A blog is also a great way to engage with your customers and build a community around your brand. And the best part? You can access all this valuable information 24-7. Don't get left behind. Give your business the competitive edge it needs and create a website and blog today. You can get a professional website hosted with all the software you need for as little as $10 a month by going to terrywilson3.com slash hosting. That's terrywilson3.com slash hosting. Slash hosting. Slash hosting. Now, if you know what you're worth, you want to get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hit. Yeah. And not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. This is TTW3. I'm just telling you. The reason I create content is because, like I said, nine out of ten times I miss it. But that one time. I've got a piece out there and it's like a full-time salesperson. It's like the, the, the greatest marketer I've got. It is my agent. It's my, it's my rep that's out there in the highways and the byways saying, you need to talk to Terry. And it's doing its work for me. That's why I spend so much time in creating content. That's why I advocate no matter what kind of business you're in, you need to be creating content. Because there's all kinds of reasons. There's SEO reasons. There's nurturing reasons. There is... Um, uh, your own benefit being able to sharpen your message so that when you do communicate your value proposition, you're already in this mode of knowing how to speak about what it is you do, how it fixes people's issues, how it does things for them, because you're already in this mode of creating content. Number three, provide viable solutions. Offer practical solutions. Your content should uh, provide actionable and practical solutions to your audience pain points. This could be in the form of tips, advice, or step-by-step guides like I'm creating right here for you. Offer value that can be applied immediately, proving your expertise and building trust. So offer those practical solutions. I love these, you know, four tips, you know, five ways, 16 this, 12. You know, I like these bullet points and step-by-step giving people things to do that they can do tomorrow because it creates value for them and it's an actionable step that they can do right then and there. And it just helps me as well because it's it's a good book says, uh, you know, what a man sows, he reaps. And when we, when we just, when you as a business person, are out there and you're just your forethought is always how can I create more value for my clients for my prospects for the people that would need want desire can afford maybe they never buy anything but I'm telling you when I have just learned over 15 and a half years going on 16 years of doing TW3 and online business and marketing and coaching and training I have learned that 95% of the people that consume our content don't buy from us 
but they get a lot of value out of us and they that energy that they create brings in referrals brings in extra seo work that i could not have done otherwise so even if people you got to expect that there's going to be a lot of people that consume your content that's never going to buy from you for one reason or the other and that's fine but they're always there and they've signed up for your newsletter and they've signed up for your podcast and they've signed up for your social media channels and they're following you on that. That's okay because that they, they are contributing to your business by following you and consuming your information. If nothing else, they're creating that SEO wake that you want on these various platforms, okay? But when you provide viable solutions, also diversify your content, use a variety of uh, content types. So don't stay in one particular vein. I did that too long. That's one of the mistakes I made early on. Reason, I always considered myself a speaker. I'm very comfortable speaking. Obviously, I'm in a room here at the studio by myself talking to myself and, you know, uh, from a practical standpoint, and I can do it. I, there's so many people that I've talked to over the years, uh, pastor friends of mine that are would start a podcast and they've lasted a year or so, and they say, I can't do it. And I said, why? Like, I cannot sit in a room by myself and talk to myself. And so it's tough. And I remember during uh, COVID in uh, 2020 where we were having to do a lot of virtual sermons and stuff of the staff at my church, you know, the pastoral staff, most of the pastors and the senior pastor especially did not like talking to themselves. It is strange, but the thing is, you don't get stuck in one medium. And I, because I am comfortable just speaking and even podcasting like this, I stuck there too long and didn't get into video, didn't get into infographics, email, webinars, and other things that I should have been doing. You need to do a little bit of everything. Now, you can lean on one. I lean on podcasting. A lot of my video content, a lot of my blogs, a lot of my email is spun off of the podcast here. It started as a podcast, then I chop up, you know, the the uh, video and it goes out to social media. I take up the type, the, the text that I'm using for my talking points and stuff, that becomes my blog. I use it in my email. I then take it, snip it, put it, chop it, and then put it out in social media. So there are ways that you can use one format that you're really, really comfortable in and then spin off of that to create the other mediums. But you got to sort of be out there. And, there. and here's the reason why. There are tons of people, myself included, that love long format content. I love popping my headphones on, listening to a podcast and working out. I love when we go on trips and we're going places to pop on my headphones, listen to a podcast as I'm traveling. I love laying down at night as I go to bed, popping in my headphones, listening to a podcast as I go to sleep. I love listening to podcasts uh, or audiobooks. I am an audio person, but a lot of people are not. A lot of people want written content. A lot of people want video content. A lot of people want really short snippets. And matter of fact, if they're not followers of yours, if they're not used to your content, if they're not subscribing to you, let me tell you, chop up some of your stuff in little 30 seconds, 60 second bites, throw it out there on info, uh, uh, Instagram as a reel, throw it on TikTok as a, you know, a tick 
TikTok or whatever it's called, but put it in these little short snippets on YouTube in different places because that's going to grab a lot of people's attention. That's not going to stick around with 10, 30, 60 seconds, but they can get a little taste. And if they hear something and something piques their interest, then they can pull into something larger and bigger. And then hopefully they're, they end up on your, your email list and they're subscribing to your content. And then eventually, hopefully they buy something from you. Okay, I just sold a a membership package yesterday over the weekend, an elite member. The guy's been on my email list for 12 years. 12 years he's been reading my emails, and I don't see how he does that because everything's misspelled and the grammar is awful, but he laughs about it. So thank God he's got a good sense of humor there. Uh, He's been listening to the podcast. He's come to some live stuff. He's he's been around for a while. I sort of knew the email and name, but just, you know, you check in. And now the time is right, 12 years later, and uh, no selling on me. He just threw the chat bot, hey, Terry, I'm ready to join. And it's like, well, who have you been talking to? You. you. And I was like, I've never spoken to you. I've been listening to you forever. Yeah, so the point of the matter is my content that I created nurtured that relationship for the last decade and going on almost a decade and a half. And now I don't have to sell him anything. I don't have to talk to him about why he should trust me or why I might know something. He is sold. He's ready. What did that? Content. Content that I created took 12 years to convert, but it converted. And it was because uh, and he's, we have a lot in common. So a lot of the things I was speaking about in my own personal life, he was my, he was my target audience. So number one, I, I ticked off. Number two, because we, uh, he's my target audience. We also shared a lot of the same story, had the same pain points. So all the pain points that I've been solving for the last decade and a half and talking about what I'm doing resonated with him because of the same pain points. Because I'm creating content that he could use for the last 10, 12 years and has already implemented some of it in his own business and saw fruit from it, I've already been able to provide viable solutions. And then number four, a compelling uh, call to action through uh, storytelling, it's already happened. And that's what you have to do. Step number four, compel action with persuasive storytelling. Crafting compelling stories to convert your audience, you need to engage them emotionally. Stories is what does it. So when I talk about my story, when I have other people on to share their story, because it's not just about me, it, there's, this, there's this common thread that's in all of our stories, and that's that David and Goliath story. That's, you know, we feel called to greatness, but we felt like we were ill-equipped to take on the battle, because all we could find in our, in our toolbox was just this raggedy old slingshot and didn't even have the ammo for it. We had to go out and look for ammo. So, and then all of a sudden we're facing this huge giant that's in our way. That, that David and the giant, David and the Goliath story is in mine and a lot of the people you've heard over the years of some of the, 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 the regular faces that you've seen on our, our show and heard from, whether it was corporate downsizing and having to literally train the person that was replacing them whether it was, you know, through a personal upheaval and finding out you you don't have a wife one day and because you don't have a wife, you don't have a job, you don't have this, you don't have that, and you're having to pick up the pieces of your life and start all over. I mean, I've had so many where you were diagnosed with cancer and, and lost your job through that process and then had to pick up the pieces. Everybody has had 
that moment in life where there was a giant on their field and they looked down and they did not have what they felt like they needed to defeat the enemy. Yet, through the grace of God, they did and they lived to tell about it. And what's been so rewarding here at TW3 is we were the ones that provided the stones saying, yeah, I see you've got a slingshot and you don't think much in that slingshot. You think that it, you're, you're not equipped to take on that guy in front of you, that person in front of you, that, that challenge in front of you. And I'm telling you, you take this stone right here and you use the talents that you've been given. And I'm telling you, you're going to find success. And that's what we've been able to do. And telling my story how these stones that I found in the creek that over time has been smoothed over has, has helped me. That story is the same story you right now, the listener, have. What is your story of having to overcome? What is your story of clients you've worked with that's had to overcome? How have you been able to take the clients in real estate, the clients in insurance, the clients in the food industry, whatever it is you do, it doesn't have to be this magnanimous magnanimous thing that where it's just this huge thing. It could be a smaller problem. But the point is this, when you can put what value you have in story form and connect with people emotionally, you are going to be able to close more people and the content you're creating, if it has that, it is going to convert. It just is. Now, and then there's some other um, methodologies I didn't put in this to where you can have a time-sensitive call to action. Do this, a clear call to action. If you do it now, this is time-sensitive, so you're going to get this, this, this. You can put all that in. But even without, because I don't do that a lot, just to be honest with you. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just, you know, people are like, well, what's the price going to be? What's the same price? I don't get into that. Now, it's just a stylistic thing of mine. It is, you know, our rates are, are set to what we have to make today or tomorrow, you know. So we haven't gotten into a lot of that, you know, heavy-handed uh, time sensitive act now for, you know, for five, you know, we've done some of that and we'll do some of that. But overall, our call to actions aren't as uh, act now type uh, call to actions. But I will tell you, the call to actions that have worked for us in the long run is always being consistent and having a narrative to all of our solutions. This is how this solution over here helped this person over here who was in this business. And here's what happened. I'm telling you, when you can do that, when you can take the value, no matter, you know, I just, uh, another client that's in the modular um, building, they, they, when FEMA has to come in because of a tragedy, you know, national disasters, when schools start exploding and, and they have growth or churches or there's new uh, construction, these guys come in and put in a modular building so that they can have the, the facilities they need immediately and, and because maybe the place doesn't have the budget or it's not even it's not something that's going to be permanent or whatever. They have been able to solve a lot of problems, help a lot of people taking those stories. It doesn't it, no matter what business you're in, infusing a narrative with your solutions is going to have a very compelling reason why people need to act. If you'll put that in your blog, if you'll put that in your content, if you'll put that in your podcast, your email, your social media, you're going to see more people close. 
All right. I hope you have enjoyed uh, episode, what is this, episode 583 today. Those four tips, I'm, when I use them effectively, it works for me. When I don't use them, I get less results. And so I'm not sitting high on the hog here telling you, you know, I have a, a I'm good. And you're I'm, no, I'm saying we all, this is what we're aiming for as small business people, as people that are responsible for driving more traffic to our website, putting butts in the seats in our restaurants and in our businesses, getting people calling that phone. The content we create, if it's done this way, we will see better results. Till next time, this is Terry. Thank you for listening to our show today. If you have any questions or would like to speak with us about your goals, then please call or text us at 864-507-9696. Reach out to us online at terrywilson3.com. 